This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. You know what we got to do here? We got to dive back into some college hoops and the conference tournaments, which you know, we give out some plays. I got I got my Texas State future sitting here uh, in my app, and I'll be looking forward to watching them play. And uh, last night, we got, what, both Navy and Boston through in their first yeah. game? Yeah, that's right. fun. So we're, yes, we're feeling good about the early conference tournaments. Let's touch on some that we haven't yet. Hoops are happening. College basketball's biggest stage is right around the corner on PropSwap. Now it's time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. So get to your sports book, buy a handful of tickets, and list them on PropSwap. Dark horses happen every year. So download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. So let's jump into the America East, one that I think we touched on just a, a very quickly about how that one of the biggest favorites of any of these tournaments um, was in this conference, Vermont minus 700. This tournament starts on March 6th, I believe, Sunday, March 6th, 430 Eastern is the first game. So let's dive in here, Joe. Minus 700 Vermont, uh, UMBC 10 to 1. We know about them from the uh, the, the big tournament a few years ago, but this has got to be the one with the biggest discrepancy between the favorite and any long shot you want to pick out. Well, if you're a regular listener, you know, uh, I see Vermont minus 700. So I'm trying to make some sort of a case for one of these other teams because that means there's a ton of value here. Uh, should they be minus 700? I don't know about that. Here's what I know. 25 and 5 on the season. They're top 90 in the country in offensive and defensive efficiency. That may not sound all that hot. It is because you look at the rest of this conference. It is trash. Like every other team is outside the top 300 in either offensive or defensive efficiency. It's pretty uh, staggering. So Vermont's 69 in Ken Palm. Next highest in the conference is 239. Wow. That's New Hampshire. So that Terrible. that's that's wow. the gap. That that's why it's minus seven hundred. Uh, they are nineteen and one in their last twenty games. In that twenty game stretch of those nineteen wins, seventeen of them are by at least double digits. They are number four in the country in two point field goal percentage. They are number eight in the country in effective field goal percentage. So that would explain the minus 700 a little bit, because if it was anywhere close to even money, I'd probably be jumping on Vermont. Um, so I'm trying to uh, make some cases here. I know you, you guys have the odds up. Can you parlay Vermont with another conference tournament winner? <laughs> uh, good question. Good question. Uh, let me see, Aaron. Sure. You can. Yes. Uh, just just for example, just I just picked one just to 
give you an example. Uh, you could pair Vermont with Duke. Okay, the favorites in favorite in the ACC, and, and a much different kind of favorite, right? And, and Vermont favorite in the America East. You get it at plus money, Aaron. It becomes plus one hundred two. So you could. What What are the uh, UMBC odds? Ten to one. Okay, they're they're the two seed in the conference. Um, mm -hmm. They have won ten of thirteen. So that's why I bring them up. So they're playing well going into the tournament. UMass Lowell is UMBC's opponent in the first round in a 2-7 game. UMass Lowell, two close games against Vermont. So maybe you want to go there. They're 30-1, to one, right? Hmm. Uh, like Lowell, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 30-1. 30-1, 30 30 to one, and then maybe you can avoid Vermont until the title game or pray that somebody else knocks them out. And then the other one is Hartford. They beat Vermont in overtime this year. They are 335 in defense in the country. They are 11 and 19, so a bad record. But again, they did beat them, and they're 95 to one. 95 to one. They're 11 oh, and 19. Man. 11 and 19 on the season. Is that what you said? I might have to just Let do that for God, funsies. They, yeah, they, it's just for funsies. 11 and 19, but they are the four seed. So they've got Albany in that first uh, game on Sunday in the quarters. So I'm assuming that they're going to, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know if they're going to be the favorite there. But uh, it's they're very close in Kempom. They're 281 and 285. So maybe that one's going to be close to a pick em. Uh We'll see. But when I see 95 to 1, that's pretty, that's pretty tempting. And a team that, that beat uh, Vermont early on in the year. But as we go over those Vermont numbers, they certainly... Certainly understand. Is anybody sold? Anybody biting on any of these other options? I can't. I, it's just Vermont's so much better than these other teams. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't. But I, of all of them, I think UMass Lowell feels right. Um, if you're going to take a flyer, the the Hartford one. I just thought of this when you mentioned their record. If they did pull this off, yeah, would they be the worst team record-wise to be in the NCAA tournament? They'd only be fifteen. Record. 15 yeah. and 19, right? Even with four wins to get through this thing and win this four conference Four games tournament. below 500. Right, after winning the conference tournament. Right. Yeah, they yeah, have they to be one there. of the worst. Yeah, they're 335 in defense in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and you would take down... Wow. How did they beat Vermont? How did that happen? 62 in offense know. in the country. Was, so, was a key player out for Vermont or something weird must have happened? Had to be something. You guys want to hear some of the worst teams that ever make the NCAA tournament? Yes. We'd yeah. Love yeah. To. Okay. So we got, and this is according to NCAA.com. This is every team that entered the tournament with a losing or 500 record. 1995, Florida International at 11 and 18. These are all first round losses, oh. by the way. UCF at 11, 18 and 96. Fairfield, 11, 18, 85. Lehigh, 12 and 18. Florida A&M at 12 and 18. I mean, these are all 12 and 18s, 13 and 18s, 14 and 19s. I'm trying to find one that won. These are all first-round losses, unsurprisingly. Mm. But, yeah, it looks like the Hampton was 17 and 17. They were 500 in 2015. But the worst two, worst three, were Florida International, UCF, and Fairfield at 11 and 18 in so 95, question, 96, yeah. 97. My question on those is, do you think back then in the mid-90s they had conference tournaments or were they the outright winner of their conferences at that record? Mm. Because if they had conference tournaments, it means they walked into their conference tournament with like seven wins and yeah, swept the whole thing and got to the NCAA tournament. These teams stunk. 
Paul, are we are we doing anything here in this conference? Come on, are we taking a shot? <sighs> I'll follow you, but I'm not like I've, especially with the reseeding, that makes it that much tougher. I feel like. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because if like the seven, if you wanted to dabble with what UMass Lowell because they see, beat... but see, but the long shot is Hartford and they're the four. So that doesn't hurt them that much, right? True. I guess it, that that's the the spot. But if the two and three both win, they're getting Vermont. I guess you got to get beat Vermont. I mean, I feel like the ideal scenario is you you take someone at longer odds and they end up in the championship game. And I would think the money, maybe the money line would be as bad as minus seven hundred, but at least that way you can sort of somewhat hedge out. Well, it, it's probably going to lose in their first game on Sunday, but I've right. I've got to do a, just as much as I've talked about it. A small, small bet on Hartford. Okay, yeah. you're in on Hartford. God I'm bless. You. Um, I, you know, I guess you could consider UMBC or UMass Lowell, but they're playing each other in the first matchup, and then. Right. You know, if it's UMass Lowell that wins, then they're getting Vermont in the second game. That's not that's not fun. That's no. not going to go anywhere. But, and, and the odds are not as good. By the way, the 1995 TAC Trans-America Athletic Conference Men's Basketball Tournament, Florida National beat the one-seed Stetson, then the four-seed Southeast Louisiana, and then the three-seed Mercer to get them. So they did right. go through the conference tournament. They did. So they had 10 wins or eight wins eight. before that? They had eight, eight. wins. Yeah. Imagine eight eight 17. Wins. I did not think we'd spend this much time in the America East. I got to be honest. I'm glad we did. This is phenomenal. I love, I'm, I really am having so much fun, like going over all these conference tournaments. Wait till next week when uh, yeah. we've got the big ones. Yeah. If there was sports betting content and wagertainment back in 1995, someone just like Joe o would have been sitting there saying, I mean, listen, I know this team's got eight wins, but there's value here. This, <laughs> this, this is all this segment is all the evidence you need that if you've got action on anything you will watch right like, I'll, I'll be all in like i'm looking at all the all the great <laughs> nba games we've got this weekend i'm like screw that texas T state i mean Fam you family know? yells downstairs you coming up listen boston you is live baby <laughs> hartford 95 to 1 <laughs> hartford. Oh. all right which tour which uh conference would hit next with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Colonial. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are we thinking? Towson is uh, viewed as the best team because of their offense. They're 65 in Ken Palm, the only team in the top 100 in the Colonial. 24 and 7 on the season. They're the favorite at plus 140. This is more wide open because it, once you get down to the next tier, just outside the top 100, there are a bunch of teams in the CAA that are listed. So 24 and seven, Towson's the favorite. They go 15 and three in the conference. Two close games against Drexel. Drexel is 10 to one. Okay. Uh, they lost to UNC Wilmington in overtime. And then they also lost uh, to Northeastern. If we go down the line a little bit, Hofstra, they've won eight of their last nine. They're the second favorite. They're 76 in the nation in offense, 21 and 10 on the season. 
Uh, some other ones of note, you know, the UNC Wilmington is interesting because in the Kempom rankings, they're six best in the conference, but they were 21 and eight on the season. They are number one in their Kempom luck metric, number one in the country. Okay. So they're not buying into that. In the middle of the season, they did have a 12 game winning streak and they are 11 to one. I just think it just jumps out to me when I see a team 21 and eight in a small conference and then they're the sixth favorite on the board. Like that luck could carry over into this conference yeah. tournament, which is completely random. So that grabs my attention. Uh, UNC Wilmington, especially since they, they beat Towson in overtime this season and then Drexel at 10 to one. So the 10 to one, 11 to one range is intriguing. I'm with you on UNC Wilmington. If we're going against Towson here, they feel like the play. Um, I, I think that, they're alive for this at 11 to one. I was looking as I, as I was looking through the, the, the odds here, I was looking for James Madison. They've been banned. They're not allowed in the tournament this year. What? Really? James Madison. Out. Why? why? I, have to, I have to dive into why, but I, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's my, my neck of the woods. Maybe are you part of this, Aaron? What would they do here? Is it your fault? I know. No idea. I'm fascinated by that. Why that happened. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, uh, Paul, any, anything on any of these teams? I'm kind of buried in the, the TAC back-to-back. Uh, -back. Uh, so there's a couple of TAC teams that made it as 11 and 18 teams back in the, the mid-90s. And then uh, the uh, and then the MAC in Fairfield. They gave Carolina a run as a 16th seed. Anyway, uh, in the Colonial, not necessarily um i mean i always got a soft spot for the Drexel dragons just you know hailing from the philly area but i don't think okay. this is really their year to do it um i do not really have a good feel on a long shot that might be good out of the caa so i'll just kind of tell you guys you don't like wilmington oh you okay willing to look at it so i think so quickly it looks like james madison is switching conferences they're leaving oh, the caa okay. so oh, they're going the to sun belt Right, so the other schools allow them to play their final year out, but ban them from postseason play. Oh, just so ridiculous. Yeah. What? That is stupid. So that is petty, well, isn't it? Hey, it's really? Haters. <laughs> That's exactly it. They're haters. Like, oh, you could play, but you can't compete in the playoffs. So go ahead. See ya. Yeah, that's that's a joke. That's totally Sad right. for it's the joke. kids, too, you know. It's not their decision, you, right? And yeah. most of them are going to not be there when they even are in the next conference. You're right. It is. Yeah. It stinks for them. You do think about teams that change conferences. It does happen the very last second, and nobody right. really seems to know. And then it's like, boom, we're out. Um, there's no waiting around. Okay. So we're talking so, about UNC Wilmington? Yeah. We were. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, You like them? I'm intrigued. I mean. Why are they the they, sixth favorite? Right. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. It's the luck factor because Ken Palm has them number one in luck in the country. Yeah. So they I are mean, the providence of this conference? The providence of this conference. Yeah. I'm trying to think how they, where are they seated. They are two. They're the two seed. I mean, we're getting 11 to one on the two seed. I mean, I think I there's something. That's yeah, you're the, you're the sixth favorite. I, it's probably worth a shot. Look at their schedule, and I mean, they must have had a COVID issue or something going on early, uh, late 
December, early January, that four games postponed. So it's kind of threw the whole schedule off. But you know, once they got out of non-conference, like they were four and five, three and five since then. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a team that is 18 and three over the past two months. Right. So they played good basketball here. Yeah. I'll take a shot there. No doubt. And you mentioned, Joe, they beat Towson in overtime. So they got the win over them. They're split. Yeah, we make a run. Uh, we can get out of it, too, if we're not feeling comfortable. But at, at, that's a pretty nice number for a team that has 21 victories on the season. Yeah. Come on. I mean, they were number two in adjusted offensive efficiency and fifth in adjusted defensive efficiency in the conference. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. I don't mind it. Count it. <laughs> you would see Our March do. portfolio continues <laughs> to grow here. It is incredible. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily as we dive into the conference tournaments, which will continue this weekend into next week. On the other side, we're watching this weekend some golf, the Arnold Palmer, and, of course, I know Joe can't wait to sit down and watch Duke, UNC, Coach K, as everyone says goodbye. We'll hit it next right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.